how do we partner with parents? We've been talking a lot over the years on this podcast and so many other student ministry circles about the need for partnering with parents, but how do we actually do it? On this episode of Student Ministry Connection, I brought on a parent to talk to us youth leaders from their perspective on how we can better partner with them. Welcome to Student Ministry Connection, a podcast for those who serve in student ministry, want to connect, and desire to grow. My name is Steve Cullum, and I've been serving in student ministry since 1999. My current role is the Colorado State Coordinator for National Network of Youth Ministries, where I get to serve other youth pastors and youth ministries around the state of Colorado, but also around the country. And I'm so, so thrilled to be able to do this because as you know, youth pastors need a lot more care and support, but also we need to be united so much more within the church in order to reach the next generation. Not only have I learned the importance of connecting with others in youth ministry, I've also learned that we need to be partnering with parents. And we've talked a lot about that over the years on this podcast in so many conferences, books, and everything else that's going on in the student ministry world. But we haven't really talked about what that means on this podcast. So I thought it was time to dedicate several episodes of this podcast to what it looks like to partner with parents. Today, I brought on Michelle Greger. Michelle is the parent of two different girls that I've had the opportunity to minister to over the last several years. One of Michelle's daughters was exiting high school when we started a ministry at a church. And then her younger daughter eventually came into our middle school ministry. And it was really cool to get to know her as a parent, but also as a friend over the years. And so I asked her to come on the podcast to share from her perspective on some things that maybe us as youth leaders don't see. How do we actually partner with parents? And by doing this, hopefully I'm modeling for you that we need to be talking with parents and asking them those questions. What are we not seeing and what are we doing that is helping you so that we can continue to do that better? So we're going to get into all of that in just a moment. But before we do that, let's pause to thank the sponsor of this episode. G-Shades is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see every life situation through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone with three plans to choose from. This curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you do better. Do you just need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just over $200. Looking for a higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides? That's just over $300. Or do you want an affordable, engaging video curriculum? G-Shades has you covered for just over $400. You will not find a youth ministry video curriculum at that price point anywhere else. There are lots of great curriculum options out there, but G-Shades is set apart because of their focus on the gospel. Every lesson focuses so much on Jesus and how to see the world and life situations through that lens of the gospel. You can also learn more about the creator, Mike Haynes, on episodes 32, 55, and 93 of this podcast. So head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G, to download season five of G-Shades Youth Ministry Curriculum. And be sure to use the promo code CONNECTION at checkout to save $20 off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Thank you so much, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode. You can find the link to G-Shades in the podcast show notes. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being on the podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me, Steve. Yeah. So honored. Well, so I've had the privilege of getting to know you as a parent over the last several years, but for our podcast audience, I'd love to 
have them just hear your story and a little more about you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, we've known each other for a while. You knew my older kids, and now you know my youngest. So, so it's been great. I'm married. I have been married to this wonderful guy. We used to know each other back in high school. We have seven children, four grandchildren together. So it's just been really, really fun. Married 10 years. And, but yes, oh my goodness, it's been, I don't know, 25 years, I guess, since I was saved. And just, I started actually with a youth pastor, a youth leaders. They were young adult youth leaders. And that's where I just remember just being like, oh my goodness, this, who's Jesus? <laughs> this is great. So it was just a one, it's been just this wonderful, amazing thing. And I've loved being part of church and the youth and watching my kids grow up with God. And it's just been so wonderful to just, just be there alongside with That's them. Cool. So my family together, we have seven children, four grandchildren. And actually I grew up an only child. I always wished for a big family, but that didn't happen. It was just me and my mom and dad growing up in a small little town in Texas. And I have a lot of cousins. So every time we go to Texas, it's really fun to get together with a lot of my cousins and just family, you know, so it's it's really a lot of fun. And then my background actually is in wedding and event planning. I owned a wedding and event planning for about 16 years. Lots of fun, but really a demanding job. <laughs> the the brides to be and the moms, you know, can be a little bit much, but it was really fun. It was really fun. And I do enjoy planning a good dinner party every now and then. And then recently I became certified as a health and wellness coach. I enjoy listening, teaching, and encouraging my clients to just have a better approach to their wellness. So excited about that little thing that come to my life. Nice. So that's yeah. awesome. So as a parent with kids in youth group, what are some of the things that you really appreciate about youth pastors and the ministry that they've been able to offer your kids and your family over the years? Well, one of the things that I really appreciate from youth pastors that my ha my kids, you know, in the past is just the support that that the pastor that the youth leaders would give to my kids and give my kids now, and just really how honest and genuine they are because I can tell that they really love their job and and you know it is a job but I can tell it's just like I just love doing this you know and so they always felt cared for. And it's just such a time where, you know, they're trying to find themselves. And then, you know, it's just the way that, that the youth leaders were just there for my kids. And, you know, me doing my job as a Christian, you know, mom, you know, then taking them to youth group. And so I want to make sure that they're there and they're being taught, you know, the word of God. And, you know, sure, fun, you know, games and all that is all good. But I just really loved how they just were cared for. So... And I can tell because the kids just loved it. I would drop them off on Sunday and they just loved it. Just loved that's, it. That's cool. Yeah. And it's it's so great to to hear that those efforts that we do put out there and try to connect and try to, you know, partner with parents and try to lead teenagers to Jesus. Parents really do appreciate yes. all that effort that we do put in. But they're Absolutely. There's so much more to youth ministry as a lot of the leaders that probably listen to this podcast understand. It's not just about teaching a great Bible lesson. We really do need to be partnering with parents because you guys are the primary spiritual leaders of your home. And for, for parents that are not Christians, that might mean something different. But for you guys that are Christians, 
that are trying to lead your kids to Jesus in your home, what are some of the things that you would encourage us as youth leaders to really focus on? I'm huge on communication. And I believe communication is really important. Communication is key. So as parents, we'd like to kind of know what is being taught, obviously, you know, what's going on there. Because sometimes, you know, the kids are not as good as, you know, getting in the car and saying, oh, this is what we learned. And this is, you know, I don't know, my, my, my middle daughter, she loved it. She loved to kind of tell me all about what's happening, everything. My son was pretty much the same way. Youngest is like, get in the car and that's it. Like, what'd you learn? Um, I don't know. We had pepperoni pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Things like that. You know, I have to really dig it out of her. So I think, you know, communication right now, one of the youth leaders is really good about coming to our car after youth and just saying, hey, this is what we're learning, what we, what we did today. This is what's going on. This is what was, you know, received by the kids. So I think that that is really, really important. Just definitely communicating with the parents so we can kind of know. And maybe we can kind of continue the conversation at home as well. So yeah, for me, communication. And then another thing that I think is really important is, you know, because there's some parents that might be, you know, struggling with their teens. And maybe the only safe time that they might have right now is going to youth group. So I think something good to have is some resources available to those parents that might be going through some, you know, with things with their kids. And as, you know, as you know, as youth pastors, you get to know some of these kids really well. And, you know, sometimes you have to carry some of those burdens and just from week to week, you know, try to figure out how it's going during the week, what's happening. So to have some resources available for both the parents and the kids would be Mm -hmm. really good. And, you know, resources are having numbers to people in the community or a Christian book, or can I offer you, you know, this book has really worked good for this other parent or maybe to the kids say, hey, how about this book? And maybe we could talk about it in another time, what you've learned in the book. And just maybe people in the community or even in the church that might have some experiences of what maybe the teens are going through or even the Mm -hmm. parent. Because I just, I think that's really important. I think sometimes parents or kids might just feel like, hey, we're here just for today. And then we're like, okay, see you next Mm -hmm. Sunday. And I think it'd be really cool to just have something to give to them and let them know, hey, we're here for you for support. Yeah. I love those two things. I love to just dig into them just a little bit more. So communication is, is huge. And I was just at a conference and they were talking with the new new youth pastors. It was really designed for, for new youth mm. pastors. And one of the topics we talked about the importance of communication. And that's huge, not only from the stage, but also with parents and all those sort of things. So whether it be emails or giving you guys ideas of what we were talking about, that sort of thing. One of the things that I did in my last ministry was also being able to send out questions to parents ahead of time and say, here is what we talked about, but here's a couple questions that you can ask your kids so that when you get into the car at the end of the evening and instead of saying, hey, did you have fun tonight? And they're just going to be like, yep. What'd you talk about? Jesus. Exactly. Um, (laughs) They're going to actually ask them a question that corresponds to what you know they learned about. What Are there any other types that. of communication that really have helped you over the years or maybe you, you wished would have happened? Like I said, just the main thing for me is I, I myself had a great 
experience, of course, because, you know, you (laughs) and the person before you was amazing as well. So my kids did have some really good, you know, experiences with youth leaders and youth pastors. But I know that I've heard other stories from other parents that wished this was going on. Or like I said, we needed help during this time. And my kid just needed more things, more support. So yeah, like I said, I was very blessed to know that my kids went through a very good experience, but know that there's other mm. kids out there that haven't. And and I have spoken to friends before where their kids went through the whole elementary type Sunday school. And then once they get in the youth group, some of them just quit going because the kids just, you know, whether they're not nice or they, you know, they only had these friends and they didn't want to talk to you or they didn't feel comfortable to be able to just know. And I know it's a lot, you know, you guys have so much and I know it's hard for you to be like, okay, let me see which ones need more help or more, you know, that you can talk to them, but to kind of just be able to, between you and your other leaders, kind of really pay attention to maybe that kid that might be sitting in the corner by himself or Mm. something, you know what I mean? Something like that. So I know I've had friends that have said, I wish my kids would have had a great youth group Mm. experience you know so yeah i think that's that's huge like what you said there we only have so much capacity but if we can build a team around us that can help with that that way maybe it's not me getting to know every parent but we have enough volunteer leaders that we know all those parents collectively between all of us and together we can actually communicate with them even better so what i'm hearing it's not just about the emails it's not just about the text it's about that verbal face-to-face communication as well yeah like you said going out to the car at the end of the youth group you know and stuff like that that really matters yeah i think that's really important i think parents really would like that like i do i i appreciate that every time i drop my daughter off. And then, you know, I know at the end of the session that, you know, he's going to come out and say, Hey, this is what happened. Or, and honestly, I've had some pretty, you know, it had, it doesn't happen every time, but I've had a pretty intimate conversation with him on how he feels that my daughter is doing on certain things, you know? And so I appreciate that as well. And I've even asked you on certain things that were like, Hey, what do you think about this thing? Or this, she's kind of thinking she wants to play this game. What is it? You know? So I, I appreciate the advice because I trust you guys so mm. much with, with everything. So that's really appreciated mm. as well. Thanks. And I love you talked about resources. And I think a lot of times us as youth pastors, we think, okay, that just means like books and websites and stuff like that, which you said are important, especially when they connect with stuff that you're going through. But I love that you also said connect you with other people. And I think that's something that we, we yes. overlook sometimes. Because I know my wife and I do not have kids right now. And so I don't know what it's like to actually be a parent. I spent tons of my life with teenagers, but I don't know actually what it's like to right. be a parent. So for me, when you're going through something, you know, I can I can offer some things that I maybe have read about or thought about or from my experience. But if I can connect you with another parent who I know has gone through something similar. Yes. I feel like that would be a huge help to someone like you as a parent. It's huge, really huge to know, hey, you know, you really know what I'm going through. Because I know sometimes people will say, hey, I, I know what you're going through. And I think, do you, you really know that? Or is this, people get used to just saying that mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, like, oh, I know what you're going through. And 
I've had a lot of training in victim advocate and things like that. And so it's, it's not always the easiest thing to say or something that we should just not throw out there to say, hey, I know what you're going through, but really just say, hey, I might not know what you're going through, but I know so-and-so that can be there for you. You know, they've been through this, they're going through this. And let me talk to them to see if we can reach out because that is just so important that we work together as a team and help our kids. Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, Michelle, our audience is filled with youth leaders who really want to connect and grow. And so what I wanted to do is give you an opportunity to speak some encouragement into their lives today. Well, first I want to say, I wrote this down, but I wanted to say that this is really important to say that youth leaders who work with middle and high schoolers are some of the greatest unsung heroes around because you have good hearts and you're there to help the kids with a relationship with God. And like I said earlier, you know, you have sometimes you just take in a lot of their burdens. You know, it's not just, all right, it's Sunday, it's eight o'clock, we're driving home. And I know that there's times that you leave that parking lot and you just, your heart is so heavy with some things, you know, with kids. And so appreciate you guys a lot for that. But some encouragement that I would give is to, you know, you always want to model good discipleship for your students, right? And one could be definitely by being in a mentoring relationship with other, you know, mature Christians. And I don't know if a lot of youth leaders have that and think, okay, I need to be mentored by someone else. And I just think that that's definitely a real, really important. And to just be okay with saying, hey, I, I need help in this, in this, you know, whatever it is that you might be going through and not just say, hey, I'm a youth leader. I know it. And it's okay to just say, hey, I might not know that. I might need some help because connecting with your students and establishing trust is just so important. And also the next thing is just to really be present and involved in their lives. Again, you have 20, 25 kids, you know, so you can't be there for all of them. But to just get to know, hey, oh, I have a football game or I have a choir concert or something. And, and if you can, you know, be there and, and attend these activities. And, and I just think it's so cool while they're out there in the basketball, they're about to shoot, you know, the hoop or whatever. And they're like, oh my goodness, there's Steve and there's Wow and his wife. And that's just so cool. It just kind of is really fun for them to know, hey, they really care about me, you know, and just to be there to just listen to them if they're struggling and, hey, do you want to get some coffee next week? Do you want to talk? And because sometimes they might not have anyone to talk to at all. And so you guys are there. So those are two things that you just have to rely on, especially God through prayer. You know, that's the main thing is just to have prayer people around you all the time as well and just say, hey, I need your prayer tonight at this meeting, at anything that you're going to go through. Like, just not to be afraid to just reach out again to people in the church community to say, I just need mm -hmm. prayer. So that's, that's kind of how I would encourage them definitely to just, to just sometimes say, I don't, I don't know it all. And I just need help. And definitely that's mm -hmm. prayer. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Can't go wrong Absolutely. with prayer. <laughs> and I love what you're, what you're saying, because I think a lot of times us as youth leaders, for whatever reason, we don't, either we don't hear it or we don't think about it. A lot of times we think of partnering with parents is what we can do for you guys or to help you or keep you in, in the know or whatever, which is part of it, but it's not all of it. The other side of it is right. asking you guys what you can do for us as well. And maybe that's partnering and, and prayer. 
maybe there's a couple parents that can actually come along and mentor you or coach you or whatever it is and be that person that you can continue to grow. And as a mom, I'm hearing you say you want your kids, youth pastors to be growing and to be healthy and to be strong in their faith so that they can come alongside your kid. And if they're not healthy, yes, then they need to pursue all the different ways that they can get healthy because you're relying on them to to actually partner with you. Exactly. Exactly. Partnering with us in that capacity for sure. Like I'm dropping them off and I know, hey, you are you're doing your thing and you've kind of reached out. You know, we're praying for you that then we know, OK, you're, you're good. And like I said, it's OK to just say, I, I don't know it. I will find out how to help you. But right now. You know, I'm going to get some more help and just ask for mm, prayer. That's so good. That's so good. Thank you so much for being on today, Michelle. If people want to connect with you and talk more about parenting or maybe just find a sounding board as a youth leader to a parent to find out more things that they can grow in and ways that they can connect with parents more, how can they find you online? Well, right now, I think the best way that someone can connect is maybe email me. I'm at team. Gregor, G-R-E-G-E-R at gmail.com. Again, I'm not an expert on these things, but I've gained a lot of wisdom over the years and can definitely share my experiences as well. So yeah, I think that's probably the best way to, and I'd lo- I love community. I love to just meet people for coffee and, and talk because yeah, we all need to, as parents, just kind of do this thing together. Cool. Cool. And you are working on your own podcast as well. So tell us a little bit about the dreams and visions for that? Yes. Let's Meet at the Table is due to launch January 2024. It seems like it's getting here really fast. So I just had the calling to do something like this for a while. You know, God laid this on my heart a while back, like kind of during COVID. And I just thought, well, that's just not the right time. But I feel like God's laid it on my heart again. And so I I feel like he's like, hey, I need your voice. I need your your voice to be out there to help others or kind of going through life transitions. Again, I have a lot of wisdom that I've gained over the years and things. And it's been on my heart that there's so many people that have gone through so many things that I have also kind of gone through those things. And like I said, life transitions. And so trying to build a community of people who need to hear what God has done for others in times of need. And and then also the wonderful things that God has done. So uh, I just want to build a community and I love to connect people as well. So I want someone who's listening to my podcast to be able to resonate with someone that I might be interviewing and be inspired to start something new, find support, be encouraged, and just to definitely keep God at the center of it all. So I am super excited to start this new chapter with my podcast. That's cool. Yeah, we're excited to see it happen. And not that it's a, a parenting podcast necessarily, but it might be something right. that our listeners Oh, could yes. potentially share with other parents as a resource that if they enjoy connecting and if you're talking about things that could resonate with them, that could be a future resource that that people could use. Absolutely. So thank you so much for, for being on the podcast, for joining us on this episode, Michelle. Thanks for helping us grow, yes. gain some perspective from our end as youth leaders. We need to be talking with parents and fig- figuring out, okay, from your, your side of the aisle, what does that look like? And so it's always good to hear that from right. your parents' perspective. So may God bless your ministry, your family, and all the ministry that you're doing through your future podcast and everything else. Oh, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Same to you. Lots of prayers. We'll always be praying for you. Always. 
Thank you so much for being here for this episode of the podcast. And thank you so much to Michelle again for being on this episode. I hope you've been able to gain some perspective on how we can partner better with parents. We're going to have a few more of these episodes focused on partnering with parents coming up pretty soon. But if you learned something from today's episode, I would encourage you to share it with another youth leader who may also be able to learn from this. As I mentioned earlier in this podcast, but also in other episodes, I serve with National Network of Youth Ministries. And as a missionary with that organization, I get to serve and love and care for youth ministries all across the country. And I love being able to do that as we network together and unite together to reach more teenagers for Jesus. And if you'd like to join our prayer or our finance team, or maybe both, be sure to check out the link in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about what that ministry is all about and my role in that, check out episode 105. Here at the end of 2023, I'm doing a big financial push because I still have quite a ways to go before I am fully funded. So I've set a goal of 2023 monthly dollars to end 2023. If you would like to join that team and be a part of helping us reach that goal, please click that link in the show notes, but also feel free to reach out to me. I would love to talk to you more about this ministry and see all the different ways that you can partner with us in reaching more teenagers for Jesus. Also, if any of you are going to be at the Download Youth Ministry Roundtable event in November 2023, I will be there as well. So be sure to say hello. I had a ton of fun at the first few years youth ministry conference last month, and I hope to see you there at the roundtable as well. Thanks so much to the whole Download Youth Ministry team for putting on events like this. This upcoming one is going to be focused a lot on networking, and I'm so excited to connect with so many different youth leaders while we're there. And before we go, I want to thank our sponsor again, G-Shades. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Be sure to check out their website at gshades.org and use the promo code CONNECTION to save $20 off your order. And while you're over there, check out their blog and the brand new book from G-Shades founder, Mike Haynes. We're going to be back in a couple weeks with our next episode, as always. But until then, be sure to stay connected and may God bless your ministry. <laughs>